GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Please, we can kill it. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and I am joined by a man who likes to get arrested in small towns so he can spend the night in jail listening to the sheriff and his whore girlfriend have sex. Hovercraft oh. Joe. Um, a couple things about that. Um, so I'm like a bad guy in this scenario, right? Like, I, I'm the, like bad drug dealer who like cut the rocks chest up with a Look, box I didn't cutter. say I didn't say what you were allegedly accused of or arrested for. I'm just saying. I think you're in jail. you got arrested for being the blob. Uh, also just heads up um uh right right before we started recording uh we realized you, you could turn on closed captioning. <laughs> And I haven't turned mine off yet. And uh, Google is too classy to put the word whore in <laughs> its closed captioning. So it's like kind of like bleeped out. It really? says W. Yeah, it says W asterisk asterisk asterisk. Yeah. Whore. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Bleeped out fuck too. Wow. Shit. All right. Well, I guess we'll, you know. Damn it. <laughs> It'll let you say. It'll let you say. Okay. Damn. All right, I'm, tur- I'm turning them off now so I don't get distracted. Um, all right, so we are here uh, talking about Walking Tall uh, this evening, today, whenever you're listening. Um, a movie that uh, Jody has been asking us to do for a while. And you know what? According to uh, LPJ, this is the least objectionable of <laughs> the requested movies that Jody usually has. So here we are. Is it least objectionable because it's an hour and twelve minutes before you get to the credits? <laughs> I that's mean, that's part of it. It's, that a very, very let's, it's a very lean movie. Let's just say. Yeah, there's yeah, there's, there's very Real, true. It's really no fat. Um, so this movie comes out April second, uh, two thousand four. Um, I definitely remember seeing this in the theaters. I'm assuming with one or at, or one or both of you, I. I don't really remember the circumstances, but I definitely saw it in the theaters. Um, and I, I've probably seen it a handful of times since then. I don't own it. I mean, not that it matters, because as everyone knows, my Blu-ray player isn't hooked up anymore. Um, but it, it was on Max. That's kind of how it came to be, is that like we decided to do it, because Jody had been wanting to do it. And I think when I was watching Predators... Uh, on Max, and it was like you might also like, you know, and it gives you mood. And this was one of them, and I was like, oh. So, anyways, but yeah, I watched it on Max, and like you said, usually I break these movies up into a lot of different viewings. Only two for this one. Uh, what about you, uh, Jody? I also think I saw it in the theaters, and at that time, I feel the only person I would have seen it in the theaters with would be you guys. So. <laughs> I can confirm we did see this in the theater, the three of us together. I think okay. possibly there was, I think maybe there was one other person there with us. Okay. Possibly my brother. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> I, would, I would put my money on Adam. Oh, maybe Adam. 
But anyway, yeah. I, Go ahead, please. Please. I do continue. own it on DVD. Um, I didn't watch it on DVD because <laughs> the only DVD player I have is I have a PS3 in my bedroom and a PS5 in my basement. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Flexing about PS uh, video games. It's true. Yeah, the, the four is gone. I guess it. the Switch won't play any uh, DVDs. But apparently... There's an alternate ending on the DVD. I don't know what it is. IMDb didn't tell me. So <laughs> that's where we're at. But yeah, if I, we I, chip I in saw... and I'll get Joe his second TV. This was a while ago that we were pitching this, that crowdsourced Joe a new TV. <laughs> he has to let us put it, hook up his DVD player to it. I can afford a new TV. I just don't need one. Anyways, LPJ, what about you? You and your you in this movie. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we saw this in the theater together. I remember us going to the theater to see this. Uh, I remember us coming out of the theater and Jody being very excited about this movie. Um, I was, I enjoyed it too when we saw it. Not as much as Jody, but I still enjoyed it. Um, and um, yeah, and I think I might have seen it one other time. Or I know I've definitely watched parts of it, but I, I think I've also watched it one other time all the way through, uh, other okay. than this 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 viewing here. Did you watch it on Max? I did. I watched it on Max because I've got Max, and uh, I didn't have to pay for it. So, so there we go. And you didn't have to illegally uh, steal it from there's Voodoo nothing, or There's whatever. nothing illegal about how I <laughs> obtain some of my movies, which that list has gotten smaller now that Disney bought Fox. So now all Fox movies are Why do you got to take the money away from The Rock? He needs that money <laughs> for Hawaii. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> or Samoa. Samoa. Um uh, yeah, which it's, it we'll touch on it more later, but it is kind of interesting that he actually in this movie is billed as just The Rock. Well, that's because it's partially produced by the WWE. Um, oh. So they put The Rock on there because they own that copyright. So gotcha. they can monetize it a little bit easier than putting Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, okay, so this movie has a budget of $46 million, which seems kind of high. Uh, its domestic gross was $46 million, and its worldwide was $57 million. So uh, not super successful, but makes makes a little bit of money. I don't know where that $46 million went, because this is... Look, I'm not saying this movie looks bad. I'm not saying anything about the production value. It's a good-looking movie. Production value is good. It's not forty-six million dollars good. This is probably is. twenty-five to, to thirty million dollars good. It is kind of surprising because it's like nobody in this movie is that famous. I mean, The Rock wasn't getting paid that much back then, and like, who's your number two star, Johnny Knoxville or Neil McDonough? Not Neil McDonough. <laughs> so not that time. I don't know. It is it is kind of shocking that it costs so much. Wood paneling um, is expensive, <laughs> and every building had wood paneling. I mean, they it, did shoot up a lot of trailers. They did, uh, and this is this is not true, but it, it, it to me looked like they filmed in the same casino where they filmed reindeer games. Yeah. But they put in that weird, like, uh, uh, the shower slide or whatever shower elevator yep uh, it was we'll get I, have to a, it. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about this casino but when we get to it we'll get to it um okay so the rotten tomatoes on this is 26 percent, which is low but not as low as the zero percent that death warrant has on uh rotten tomatoes oh is that the new standard 
well, the, if the if the standard before was nine, and then we had a zero, I feel like zero has to be the standard. See, uh, you know, I, I feel like zero is uh, an unwarranted number on there. Maybe a one or a two, sure. I think there's some kind of glitch. I think we just need to go back to uh, to Beverly Hills Cop 3 and reminding everybody how terrible that movie is. Well, well yeah, I mean, think about who was a big fan of Beverly Hills Cop 3 Yeah, and how much it would irritate them. Yeah, but he doesn't listen to the podcast. Well, anyways, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Next week, maybe I'll go back. Just kidding. It is it is higher than both those, especially the 0% that Death Warren got and the 9% that Beverly Hills Cop 3 got. Uh, and the audience score is 59%, which seems just about right. Maybe a little high, actually. Uh, okay. Top grossing movies of 2004. Uh, number one is Shrek 2. Number two is Spider-Man 2. And number three is The Passion of the Christ. This movie, Walking Tall, comes in 68th in the domestic box office. Kind of a, kind of a skim, uh, not very packed year for us. Other movies we've covered are uh, number eight, The Born Supremacy. Number nine, National Treasure. Number 59, Blade Trinity. And number 83, the criminally underrated Thomas Jane, The Punisher. You know what's weird? Mm. All of those movies feel like 2004. You know how sometimes <laughs> we'll do this and I'll be like, oh, I can't believe that movie was part, was that year. All those movies were in that day. All of those movies feel like 2004 to me. Well, you know what's even uh, scarier to, or kind of more depressing is the thing is that all those movies are 20 years old now. <laughs> Yeah, there is that. Wow. Wow, that's weird, man. It's very weird. So, we're we old. Yeah, we're, yep. It's official. If it wasn't before, we're old. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so uh, people in this movie, I mentioned Johnny Knoxville. I mentioned Dwayne Johnson. I mentioned Neil McDonough. And the only other kind of famous person to me is Ashley Scott. Um, but she wasn't even that famous. What do you got for me now, Sarah? Uh, I mean, Kevin Durant is in it. He is a character actor who appears in a million things. He was the blob in X-Men Origins. He's been in a million different TV shows. He was the guy in the prison that was listening to The Rock have sex. (laughs) Yeah, but he plays a bad guy in a million different things. Uh, This is also the first on-screen appearance of uh, Kobe Smulders. Yeah, in her, she doesn't say any lines. Nope. I didn't didn't realize it was her at first. I was like, wait a minute, was that Kobe Smulders? And then I rewound it. I'm like, yeah, it sure was. I thought it looked like her, but I kind of was like, oh, okay. But then, like, I saw that it said it was her first appearance. So Mm -hmm. there's a little kid from Holes. Zero. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's in there. The, The little kid from Holes. I've never seen Holes. Should I see it? Sure. Yeah. I feel like the moment has passed. Joe, <laughs> dig a hole. <laughs> and so that's it. There's no one else you want to no, point out. I mean, out? there wasn't really a lot of people in this movie to begin with. <laughs> you know, it's not like there's a big, you know, a big cast. Uh, the guy that plays his dad, John Beasley, is a character actor who is in a million different things too. Um, he usually plays like uh, an army general or. You know, something along those lines, a cop, something like that. Um, okay. All right. Well, let's move on to net worth then. Let's start 
with Ashley Scott. Uh, she has that sweet, sweet, uh, short-lived Birds of Prey TV show money. Uh, LPJ, what do you think for Ashley Scott? Um, she's got that sweet, sweet. She does a lot of voices, so she's the voice of Maria in the Last of Us games. Uh, she's got that sweet, sweet uh, Last of Us money. I'll say two million. Okay, what do you think, Jody? Um, she has that sweet, sweet. She was Helena Kyle in the Flash TV show. Um, I'm going to say one point two million dollars. Ooh, only $500,000 for Ashley Scott. Only $500,000. Next up, Johnny Knoxville. Uh, He's got that sweet, sweet The Ringer money, Jody. What do you think for Johnny Knoxville? Um, I really have no idea how much Johnny Knoxville has, but he does have that sweet, sweet Dukes of Hazzard money. Another movie you guys might want to consider covering. (laughs) I'm going to say he's kind of lived a hard life. I'm going to say $12 million. Okay. Uh, what about you, LPJ? Uh, I mean, he's got that sweet, sweet jackass money, obviously. Um, I'm gonna go with. I was listening to. Uh, I was listening to to, to Steve Hoa, a little blurb he does online. He said that they got paid basically five hundred dollars a stunt uh, on the first jackass movie. <laughs> That's all they got paid. Um, so I'm gonna say. But he produces a lot. I'll go twenty-five million. Actually, this now this was shocking to me. Fifty million dollars for Johnny Knoxville. So I bet he gets a bunch of royalties. I bet from all the Jackass stuff. What is the strangest thing that we share about Jackass, though? The strangest yeah. person that likes Jackass. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Upstairs wife. Yeah, my wife loves <laughs> Jackass. It is. Which, if you've crazy. ever met Aaron, is wild. Yeah. yeah, she likes it more than I do. Uh, Okay, next up, uh, Neil McDonough. He's got that sweet, sweet Captain America, the first Avenger money. Uh, LPJ, what do you think for Neil McDonough? Uh, He's got that sweet, sweet Justified money. Uh, If you haven't seen Justified, and if you haven't seen his season in Justified, he's a fucking creeper. What's his name? Robert Quarles? I think it's Quarles, yeah. <clears throat> but he's good in it. Uh, I'll go twelve million. Okay, what do you think, Jody? He has that sweet, sweet. Um, he was on Suits. Of course, he was a bad guy on Suits because that's all he does. Did he wear a suit? Yeah, he wore a suit. He was a lawyer. <laughs> he had work to do. Um, I'm gonna say nine million dollars. Four million dollars for Neil McDonough. Apparently, apparently, he didn't get paid that much to be on Arrow. Funny story yeah. about Neil McDonough. I was reading that. He initially auditioned for the Johnny Knoxville role, and mm-hmm. they didn't give it. They told him they should. He, she should play the villain. He's like, I've never played a villain before. I don't really know if I could do it. And now all <laughs> he does is play villains. It's pretty great. I can't think of anything he wasn't a villain in. <laughs> Captain uh, America. Captain the America first is Avenger. the only thing I can. Think uh, of. I think he was sketchy on. Captain and even Captain actually, no, there's a couple things he was in that he wasn't. Uh, it doesn't matter. You know what? We're it supposed to be for Hydra and Captain oh, America, God. right? Those are the good guys, right? <laughs> no, we didn't work for Hydra. No, but um, that's what we're cheering for. <laughs> what oh, the whole other thing? Here you go, Joe. Uh, interesting, uh, interesting Neil McDonough fact. Uh, what's his first on on screen credit? The hell should I know? Nineteen ninety. It's a movie we've covered on this podcast. Uh, the, Ro- the Rocketeer. Close. Dick Tracy. Also close. <laughs> I, I the Rocketeer. Darkman. What? 
Oh man, he Dark played, Man. He played Dock Worker number two. <laughs> How about that? Look at that. Um, okay, and then finally, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's got that sweet, sweet uh, Moana money. Uh, who I don't know who goes first, Jody. <laughs> What do you think um, for The Rock? He has that sweet, sweet Baywatch money. Another movie we saw in theaters together. Not LPJ, though. He did want to go. Um, I'm going to say $350 million. Okay. What do you think, uh, LPJ? He's got that sweet, sweet Tooth Fairy money. Um, I'm going to go see with the with the UFL now and all that stuff. $500 million. He has to be bleeding money for the UFL. Well, it, he can afford it because he's worth eight hundred million dollars. So, uh, LPJ, what do you got for us on the director and writers? Um, the director is Kevin Bray. Um, the only other movie he did all about the Benjamins before this, and then he did um, he did, was a second unit director on Friday after Next. But other than that, he directs a lot of TV. <laughs> Uh, and a lot of stuff that you would have seen. So, like, he directed a bunch of episodes of Shameless, of Jody's favorite show, Grownish and Blackish. Uh, he directed a bunch of CSI, Charlie's Angels, a TV show, Vampire Diaries, Cold Case. He does a lot of TV directing. Okay. And then, as far as the writers go, um, yeah, I don't know. These writers haven't really done a whole lot. Like, they wrote. On Billions, they wrote, um, they were co-writers on Ocean's 13 and Rounders. Co-writers? Co-writers. Co-writers on those shows. Uh, and then they just produce a lot of TV. It's weird. Like, the whole the whole crew, it's all TV crew. Like, nobody really big into films. Oh, which is funny because this movie is barely longer than an hour-long episode of TV. Yeah, it feels a little made for TV. Yeah, 100%. Um, do you uh, – well, actually, let me do the um, – let me do the taglines. Hey, why don't you do the taglines? Then I kind of have a question for you. Sure. Uh, so the taglines, there's two of them. The first one is stand up, fight back, walk tall. I prefer to walk hard. I don't know about you guys. but um, uh, And then finally, we have one man will stand up for what's right. So LPJ um, well, wanted to ask, this um, – movie uh ludicrously enough is based on a true story do you have any insight into what this true story is yeah uh it is about a um it, basically it's kind of what you see uh, although it's 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 more closer to the original movie in the original movie in 73 um uh it's about buford pusser uh that's his name who name. is a former wrestler that comes back to his hometown and sees that it's kind of, you know, hit the skids and there's corruption and all that stuff. And he essentially does what you see in the movie. He sort of goes out with on, on a reign of vigilante justice, runs for ma- runs for a, a sheriff, becomes the sheriff, and then cleans up the town. Um, that's what's crazy about like. In, in smaller towns like this, they don't have police departments. They have sheriff's departments. And the sheriff position is an elected position. So you can do stuff like run for sheriff and then become the sheriff and fire all your deputies and hire new ones. Like, that stuff can happen. So it, that's what's sort of interesting about this story is it is based on a true story, and it's plausible. It's not like a true story that they kind of borrowed from. This is kind of what actually happened. 
Well, I have a, I, I have a big question about uh, <laughs> plausibility. I mean, I have a couple questions about Well, I mean, yeah, there's I'm obviously there's, they take it some liberties because it's a movie, but you can get yeah. elected. You can come back to your town, get elected as sheriff, and then clean up a town. Right. Okay. Um, anything else uh, either of you want to mention before we start going through the plot? Jody? Pass. Pass. Okay. Uh, let's go. So, uh, like I said, my first note says, inspired by a true story, question mark, but you covered that. Yeah. Uh, we talked about how he's billed as The Rock. Uh, so, The Rock, he, he's on a ferry ride. Uh, he, he walks a lot through, like, this downtown. He sees people buying drugs and taking drugs. And he, like, immediately walks to the lumber mill, which was, like, the heart of this town, and finds out it's closed. Um, and I presume that he was walking there because he thought his dad was still working there. Um, I think it was a combination of his. He thought his dad was still working there, and he thought he could come in and, and get a job. I think he wanted to kind of get in there, get work, and then, you know. Before he went to see his family, who hasn't seen in years? I think he probably eight, assumed his dad was there. Eight years, and apparently had zero contact with him. I realized he was in the Army, but, like, no contact with your family for eight Deep years? Deep undercover. Like deep undercover. Um, but why is that the lumber mill? He talks to the sheriff. The sheriff is someone that he knew from when he lived in town. Um, and, and the sheriff like insists on driving him home. So he takes him to his like family. Oh, and the sheriff is instantly a creeper. Like he's yeah, just yeah. a weird dude. He's he a weird pulls dude. a gun on the rock. It's like, get in the back. Yeah, but in a playful way. In a playful way. Yeah. Um, like I have a question about the ferry, though. Why did... Yeah. I mean, I guess he didn't contact anyone. Shouldn't he contact someone so someone could just pick him up at the ferry? <laughs> this town doesn't seem surprise. that big. Maybe he could have called Ray Ray. <laughs> Ray Ray. I don't think Ray Ray wanted anything to do with him. That's Johnny Maxwell's <laughs> character's name. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I forgot what Johnny Knoxville's character's name was. Um, anyway, so the sheriff... I just always refer to him as Johnny Knoxville. Fair enough. The sheriff drops him off at home. He, he talks to his family, his mom, his dad, his sister, and his nephew. Uh, and they the ne- his, the, their nephew has apparently been staying... His nephew has been staying in his room, so they kick him out. I, like, in the Rock's room, you can see there's a prominent Sum 41 poster on the wall. And I like to imagine that that was his... Some forty-one poster and not his uh, nephews, but who knows? So from nineteen ninety-six. Why does his nephew hate him instantly? Because he's, he's dick. Well, I mean, I, I think you're supposed to think it's because he's got to like move out of the room because he's coming back. No, he hated him when he walked out before they even mentioned staying in the room. I think he oh, and he had yeah. a tent set up. He was going to stay in the tent regardless. Well, that's confusing because that makes it seem like they knew the Rock was coming home. Um, I don't know. This is inconsequential, <laughs> to Look, there's say a lot, the least. Uh, they, yes, this movie's trim. I think they trimmed sometimes a little too much. Yeah, I really, I, I feel like Jody really dropped the ball by not researching what the alternate ending was for us and just teasing us with that there is one. Um, well, maybe we can look it up at the end. Uh, okay, so. Uh, Johnny Knoxville shows up, Ray Ray, uh, and he's old friends at The Rock, and he's like, yeah, like, I got into drugs, and then I went to jail for B&E for a while, but now I'm good, so, um, that's, like, his backstory, I guess, um, 
they go to play football with all their old friends and then like Neil McDonough and his crew show up and that's who they're that's who they're playing football against and like Neil McDonough I guess his dad owned the mill but then his dad died and he got the mill and he shut down the mill and opened up the casino right yeah that's basically what it was yeah okay they so they the oh, most violent game of adult football without pads yeah it was wrong so I was like, these are adults. They're going to be sore. We're just saying that because they purposely take out the Rock's knee and Neil McDonough straight up clotheslines Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, and a few of those guys were not in any kind of shape whatsoever. I And I'm like, I'm confused because it's like, I don't know, like, we're supposed to believe that Neil McDonough and the Rock, like, went to school together or something, but they don't seem to be the same age in this movie at all to me. Like, Neil McDonough seems older than him, but... I don't know. Maybe not. I don't. Know. I think they're. I think they seem age appropriate for. Each I think it's because the Rock's so like uh, hairless and smooth. Well, it's funny too because it's like the Rock kind of. I mean, like looks like a normal human being as opposed to now when he looks like basically the Incredible Hulk. He's <laughs> like not comically yeah. jacked. Yeah, like in this movie, it's like, oh yeah, like he's a. I mean, he's a big dude. I mean, he was a wrestler and everything, but he's not like he is now. Where it's like, how do you even like find clothing that fits now? Oh, in your defense, Neil Dunnett is 58 right now, and uh, The Rock is 51. So, yeah, okay. that's fair. I could see. Yeah. It's not that crazy. No, not, not a that crazy, crazy of a difference as I thought. Um, okay. So, anyway, so then after the football game that night, they all go to uh, Neil McDonough's casino. This, this casino. Okay. <laughs> so, it's like, first of all, it looks like... A basement. It looks like a basement. It looks like... A, so much like the casino in Reindeer Games, but also like you could tell, like I like anyone that's been to a real casino. It's like, and I you know like I've been to a dinky casino or two, but it's like it's not like what a casino looks like at all. No, this looks like somebody somebody bought an old laser tag like warehouse, <laughs> cut it into like a quarter of the size. And then decorated it with the cheapest carpeting they could find and whatever wood lighting paneling. they could pull out of the local VFW hall. Wood paneling and mirrors. Yeah. And, but is there uh, also a strip club? Well, yeah. that's 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 confusing to me as well. So so right on the main casino floor, it has the shower tower. And LPJ, how would you describe the shower tower to our listeners? Well, it's a pole that has a platform that raises and lowers that's attached to one of those hammer systems, you know, like when you test your strength and then two guys battle back and forth and hammer this platform up. And when it gets to the top, the shower turns on and the girl gets wet. That's exactly what it is. And this is like, just like in the main casino floor, like next to like a row of slot machines and like a blackjack table or something. It's like, yeah, I, I don't think that works very well. I mean, the only other time I've heard of something like this, similar to it, is when we went for, uh, was it your brother's bachelor party? And yeah. uh, our friend Adam disappeared for a while and then came back and said he was at a strip club where they had a uh, a shower room, shower, like a clear shower. Yeah, and you stall. could shower, you could shower, with, shower with the girls. Yeah, but it, with, a, just... with a fully clothed stripper. What's well, just to clarify though, you should clarify for the listeners that it wasn't just 
our friend Adam who went, he was taken to the strip club that's by true. frequent podcast guests, the Tush. That's, that's so, true. Sorry, I should and, and I actually the other day I just I mean <laughs> if anyone knows the Tush, he recounts stories. You you if you've heard a story from him once, you've heard it like eight times. And I just heard that story again recently. So. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so yeah, so that's that's the shower tower, not tucked away like you thought you think it might be. So then Neil McDonough lets them all into the VIP section, right? And then connected to the VIP section is like a peep show <laughs> yeah the layout of this place is real strange it's Cause the cause, oh, go like, ahead it's like a vip section so like there's like a hallway this weird magic short not a very tall hallway goes back into the the vip area which is covered in neon lights and um and seems to be larger than the casino floor itself <laughs> uh which is also strange and then there's another offshoot that apparently is just like a, another hallway with a bunch of peep show booths in it. And you can go in and, and get a peep show. So the Rock's friends um, buy him a peep show? Or I don't know. It's really weird, too, because it's like, it's like you sit down and it's kind of like putting in money in an arcade machine. You just like put the dollar in. Chair. Yeah. So then, like, he watches the, this peep show and the girl's dancing. She's dressed like a firefighter. Uh, but then it turns out that it's like a uh, girl, a lady that he knows, right? Like, but she's embarrassed. An old girlfriend. Oh yeah, uh, were they? Was that an old yeah. girlfriend? Yeah, I don't know. TBD. Uh, so, anyways, so then uh, the rock goes out back to the main casino floor, and he notices uh, that there's the guy at the uh, uh, ru- uh, roulette craps craps table is using a loaded die. So it turns into a big fight where the rock like. Beats up a bunch of guys, but then he gets knocked down and like tasered and kind of gets the shit kicked out of him. And they take him like into the back room of the casino, and like um, the blob decides to steal like his special forces tags and then I, I mutilate his chest with a box cutter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, and I can't I, figure out why. They would just, they knew who The Rock was. They knew he was friends with their boss. And I get that Neil McDonough is not going to really do anything, but th- you know, The Rock's not going to let this go. Right. Well, it kind of seemed like the blob had decided that he was going to do, it, and everyone else was kind of like, whoa, what are you doing, man? Still. Um, even though The Rock may have started the fight, I feel that the person that carves into his chest and leaves him for dead kids still get in trouble yeah right but i think what you're supposed to believe jody is that the, like the since the entire police force is in neil mcdonough's pocket like they're not they're not going to prosecute him so that's that's where the problem is i guess because remember War hero yeah remember he goes to the police station and tries oh, to get yeah. him to investigate it and they're kind of like hey piss off um anyway so he ends up in the hospital um uh, uh um Oh, yeah, Johnny Knoxville comes to see him in the hospital. And then we get, like, a montage of The Rock recovering from his injuries. Um, yeah, so he, he, him and his dad go into town. Uh, and he wants to take him to the local hardware store. But, like, he drives all the way there. And then his dad tells him that it's not open anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
don't know why he didn't why they didn't talk about it like when he was driving there but um but you know what they don't have a local hardware store anymore but there's a big adult video store so i guess they got that going for them yeah um so then uh, uh neil mcdonough comes to the house and talk to the rock and kind of tries to buy him off and like, Hey, I'm sorry about what happened. He wants to give him like a job and give him money. And the rocks, like the rocks not having it. He's kind of like, get out of here. Neil McDonough ain't taking your money. Right. He's got standards. Yeah. Luckily at this time, um, he's been working, on, uh, repairing like the steps. So he's got a lot of like wood in the back of his truck. Okay. Okay. So then the rock goes to the sheriff uh, uh, but th- that's when the sheriff's like, no, I, you can't, I won't let him press charges. Cause he's like, Hey, it's a, it's a closed case. You can't press charges. So, um, then, um, uh, Denny, who's the stripper lady, Ashley Scott, sh- Denny, D E N I, right? Yeah. Uh, Denny. Yes. Danny. I, oh, no, it's Denny. That's weird. Yeah. It's probably, Denny. Probably like Denise or something. So anyway, so she shows up and visits the rock and like, I don't know, at the, at the house, um, but then they find out, okay, so this is kind of wild to me. Cause it's like, <laughs> the, they get a call that the, uh, the rock's nephew is, uh, OD'd. Right. But I like, I don't know. Like I, I, I it just seemed weird to me that they decided that he OD'd on crystal meth. Like, I don't know why, like, it just seemed like a weird drug to pick. Like I get it. Like whatever, like they had to pick a drug, but doesn't it, I don't know. Like crystal meth doesn't seem like. Why was it? I guess they, maybe they didn't want to go as hard as like heroin or something like that. Yeah, you but yeah, crystal meth. Yeah, I, I mean you can. It just seems like I don't know. It just it seemed like a weird choice to me. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. I guess not because everyone else cool. You ever see? You ever seen Breaking Bad? Mm, no. You should watch uh, that. They'll give you. All, they'll give you all the crystal meth education you need. Uh, okay, so the Rock's uh, nephew ODs on crystal meth, and the Rock finds out that the uh, drugs were from the security guards at the casino. Um, so the Rock goes back home, gets his shotgun, drives to the casino, and he's about to go in. He's got the shotgun, and he's like, eh, you know what? I'm not going to take the shotgun. So he grabs the two-by-four out of the back of the truck, and he goes into it's the casino. I think it's oh, a four-by-four. Four. It's a four-by-four, oh, four, and... Um, and that's kind of the signature of the of the original movie, and it's what actually happened. What the the Buford actually carried into or the casino, or whatever, whatever it is, he actually beat up in real life, and they called it the Pusser Stick. Yeah, the Pusser Stick. <laughs> I saw that. That was yeah. unfortunate branding. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so he takes the four by four, and he just like beats the shit out of a lot of people in the casino smashes like a couple of like the i don't know like eight slot machines have in there uh breaks the guy's arm uh he just kind of goes ham on the casino and all the uh all the guards there with this four by four um so then he drives off and, and well, like then he me- throws the four by four at the glass like overlook station and yeah. uh, breaks it and seals, sees Neil McDonough up there. Yeah, Neil McDonough is just kind of standing there, like staring at him. Um, so anyway, so then he drives off and he gets immediately he immediately gets arrested and he gets put on trial. Um, the Rock decides to represent himself because his a court appointed attorney was clearly in the pocket of Neil McDonough. Right. So then, like, he's got okay. dressed. Okay, so the Rock decides to represent himself. 
Uh, he gives an impassioned speech to the jury about how, like, he's going to, if he's found not guilty, he's going to return the town to its glory. He's going to clean up the streets. Uh, he, like like Jody said, he, he reveals all the scars on his chest. Um, and, and then he's found not guilty. And it's like, okay, but, like, he did go to that casino and attack people with a four by four, and he did he did a lot of property damage and bodily bodily harm to people. Put some people in the hospital, and the jury's just like, not guilty. Well, he I said think, he wasn't wrong, Joe. I, I think it wasn't that he didn't do those things; it's that they found it um, was justified his actions. Oh, all right. I don't know. I just thought it was everyone funny. in the town was at the courthouse watching this trial yeah this pack I, stands i also thought it was funny that after he's found not guilty he takes the four by four back and i'm like i think you could just take evidence like that yeah. it was like if for some reason you were like found not guilty and like the murder weapon was a knife you can't just go and take the knife back i don't know small town small town law so anyway so he immediately gets elected sheriff uh and he fires yeah like how soon after this is the election? Like, I don't how soon I mean, do they have to wait? Usually, like a, usually it's like a two to four year post. You don't vote every year. Well, so. well, they do. They they set up earlier in the movie where the sheriff tells him he's like, "Oh, the election's coming up. Make oh, sure you vote right. for me." So they do. They do. They do. Kind of mention that it's coming up. So, um, oh, that's right. Because yeah. the previous sheriff had died. Right. Mysteriously. Uh, Mysteriously, and they said in the 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 IMDb trivia that that's supposedly how the real Buford Pusser died, like yeah. the same way under mysterious. It really made it seem like he was murdered in this. Yeah, I I yeah, like Neil McDonough had something to do with it. Um. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, so the Rock gets elected sheriff. Uh, he immediately fires all the other uh, uh deputies and the the former sheriff. Oh, I guess he didn't fire the former sheriff. He just didn't have a job. Um, uh, he pulls over Neil McDonough. That's when you get the great uh, Colby Smolders uh, cameo. Uh, doesn't say any line. <laughs> when I when I was talking to the Tush uh, at work the other day about how uh, Colby Smolders was in this and she didn't have any lines, uh, David's like, "Oh, it's probably because at that time she would have been like, oh, hey, yeah, <laughs> Canadians, so. right? Yeah, thanks, um, thanks uh, Tush." Um, but yeah, so then like uh, he, they kind of have a confrontation. And he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, get those tail lights fixed." And he's like, "What tail lights?" And he takes the four by four, which he has now <laughs> put a handle on. <laughs> yeah, the pusher stick needs a handle, Joe. Uh, so it's got a handle, and he's got like a like a gun rack that he sets it on this truck. Uh, but he takes it and he smashes Neil McDonough's uh, uh, tail lights out. Okay. Okay. Did you see that he was not supposed to smash them? I didn't see that he wasn't. Yeah, no, it was a rented. It was it a Porsche. It was a Porsche. Yeah, it was a rented car. They were supposed to um, not do anything. He was just supposed to like swing, and then they were going to add in the sound effects of smashing. So the Rock had to call the director and be like, "Yeah, so I did this." He's like, "Did we just buy this ninety thousand dollar Porsche?" He's like, "Yep." I guess that's where some of that budget went up, huh? Clearly, that's funny. I did not see that. Um, Okay, so uh, The Rock makes uh, Johnny Knoxville his uh, deputy, uh, and they start, like, tracking the drugs, trying to figure out where they're coming from. 
they 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 arrest the blob uh, and they dismantle the blob's truck, like as in like, oh, we're looking for drugs here, but obviously they're not there. Um, so then the the rock is worried that Neil McDonough is going to come after him. So he uh, he sends Johnny Knoxville to look after his family, which I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> like, why wouldn't – you'd think maybe he would stay and look after his family and have Johnny Knoxville at the at the, at the sheriff's Police station. station. But you, he can't go to the bone zone. If yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I like how as the sheriff and the deputy, they had no uniforms. Rock's like, fuck it. I wear jeans and a black button-up. <laughs> I mean, he also goes around and beats people up with a four by four. He's not—he's clearly, uh, you know, um, an independent thinker, I guess. Um, so anyway, so yeah. So then, as Jody mentioned, Denny visits the Rock, brings them food, and then they go to the Bone Zone. All while the Blob is locked up in the <laughs> and you know that you know the Blob heard that because, like, yeah, they shut the blinds, but I mean. Yeah, those are thin walls. Those are thin. It's thin wood paneling. Thin wood but paneling the re- walls. The real question is though: Do you think he? Do you think the blob was into it? Oh, 100 percent. Okay, he was okay. way into it. He was way into it. Okay, um, okay. So then, uh, Neil McDonough's dudes, who are led by the former sheriff, they're probably all the uh, probably all the deputies. All the old deputies, yeah. And they just show up and they start. They blow up the rocks truck. Yeah, they suddenly and then they... have military grade uh, firepower. Yeah, well, they blow up the rock truck, and then they just start shooting the shit out of the police station. <laughs> but you know what? Did you notice, like, primarily, because you go back to, like, then, like, there's people show up at, at the Rock's family's house, and, like, Johnny Knoxville's got to protect them. And I feel like so many people are using shotguns in this movie. Like, yeah. like at one point, like, Johnny Knoxville's got one, and the two guys that, like, broke into the house have shotguns, and it's just, like... Shotguns a, a, is a solid weapon to have when you're fighting a lot of people, because it's got a spray, you can hit a bunch of people at once, it's powerful, it's going to knock them down. Yeah. Well, the machine gun should be a pretty good one, too, though. Yeah, the gun that the sheriff that, uh, sheriff's office, like, Swiss cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Or what if you had that big uh, gun that the Russian guy in Predators had, the big, like... Uh, the minigun? Yeah, the minigun. Mini yeah. That'd be pretty. Um, so anyway, so I, I did like um, the, the 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 blob is like, hey, let me out of the prison cell. The rock and the rock's like, okay, I will. And then the blob immediately gets shot. Yeah. So the blob's dead. But oh, then the, the rock... blob told him where the drugs are made. Oh, that's right. That's right. He said he'd save him if he told him, and the, and he tells him that the mill is where the drugs the drugs are being made. But then he gets killed. Did um, you see when the truck blew up? That the rocks four by four was in there and it goes flying towards the screen. <laughs> I did not notice that. That was for the 3D release. Yeah. Well, why didn't he? Man, I can't believe he left the uh, pusser stick in the car. He should have taken it in. Oh, he, uh, he had the, the pusser stick with him. <laughs> yeah. When they're All shooting right. up the place, the girls, Denny's just there in her like shorts and her bra. And they're like, they're shooting everywhere, like bullets flying everywhere. And she's just standing there. The rock's like, get down. And then he busts a hole in the floor? Yeah. yeah. It busts a hole in the floor, and they kind of crawl some, around in the crawl that space. That is some thin underflooring. Well, the rock is strong, though. That I is mean. not construction grade. The rock's strong. Um, so, yeah. So, he ends up taking out all the guys at the station. Uh, Johnny Knoxville surprisingly takes out all the guys at the house. 
Uh, although it does look like he's about, they're about to get got by one guy that uh, Johnny Knoxville stabs with a potato peeler, but then his uh, his dad mercs the dude with with another shotgun. Yeah, I don't uh, get why his dad was so opposed to shooting people. You realize that that's sounds a weird way to crazy. phrase it. Yeah, no, I get that part. It sounds like independent of anything. That just sounds kind of crazy. No, I get it. But that was a through line in the movie. Is his like didn't want to fight. Done. He didn't want to get into any kind of confrontation with anybody. He hated the rock because the rock went to the military. Right. I know, but I, I kind of got the impression that like maybe the backstory was like his dad was in the military. Uh, and, and that then kind of like renounced violence after it. I mean, they didn't say that and I didn't read that anywhere, but that was like the impression that I got. The impression that you get? I yeah. don't know. I got I, nothing. I, I don't think so. I think you're wrong. Okay. Agree to disagree. Okay. Agree to disagree. Well, why do you think he was so against violence then? I, yeah, I don't. You know what? Quote from LPJ of the episode. I don't get why The Rock's dad was so against shooting people. You know what? Sometimes I have those thoughts myself. Uh, okay. Why so, is it going to be illegal? So The Moving Rock. On. The Rock goes to the mill, uh, uh, where he, and he finds uh, Neil McDonough's drug lab. Um, the Rock and Neil McDonough have a really prolonged fight, like through the mill, oh, out into the woods. We should probably mention the fact that that drug lab looked as janky as the casino. <laughs> it's true. It was but, like a. It was yeah. like it was like a couple beakers and like some like tubes and no, stuff. It, it was like uh, emptied out um, uh, water cooler water tanks. <laughs> Like all they were the just place. really thirsty. But like, oh, gonna... It looked like they were siphoning gas out of a, like the equipment you use to siphon gas out of a car. <laughs> Neil McDonough said my favorite line at this during this fight though. What said his new favorite sound is going to be you screaming like a little bitch. <laughs> As he was gonna ro- drop the rock in like the wood like cutting machine. Yeah, he does like trick the rock into standing on like a trap door, but then like he pulls Neil McDonough through the trap door, and Neil McDonough tries to kill him with an axe. Um, and I think the rock, uh, in replacement of his four by four, just picks up like a big branch or something. It's like a and, root that he rips yeah. off the out of the ground. Yeah, and, and he like, oh, go ahead. I think the most implausible thing about this movie is Neil McDonough holding his own against the rock. Yes, I mean it's not, it's not as crazy as James Caan being able to beat up Arnold Schwarzenegger sure. in uh, Eraser, but I, I, I would say, and I kind of thought the same thing, but I, I think they kind of they made up for it by like they kind of had the rocket on the back foot, like he fell and he was kind of beat up and disoriented. He had to relocate and, his knee. Yeah, so I think they, I think they kind of had him get a little beat up first, and he was at the disadvantage at first. So like that's why you kind of could believe that Neil McDonough. Got the drop on him at first. Did you like that part, LPJ, when he put his knee back into alignment? It wasn't great. That seemed like something you would be against. Eh, it's not great, guys. Um. So anyway, so he he beats he he beats up uh, Neil McDonough with that tree branch, uh, but he doesn't kill him. He arrests him. Um. Then uh, they shut down the casino, and they. Reopen the mill, and that's it. It ends so abruptly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, we're done. I love how they're just like, you know what? We're just going to reopen our tree uh, tree mill, <laughs> tree farming industry in this town out of nowhere. We closed yeah, the town. Would... We're just going to restart this industry. Do you think the local lumber mill will open back up then? I would say so. 
people don't have to go to Home Depot because a lot of people are doing buying wood paneling. Sorry, I'm trying to. I, I, while you guys are talking, I'm trying to see if I can look up what the alternate ending to this movie is. Yeah, uh, is there more ending to it? But you're right. It just it just ends like there's nothing. And then I looked as soon as it ended and went to credits. I looked and I was like, "Shit, there's still 12 minutes left." And it said it was 124 minutes. So I was like, "So this is clocking in at 112." <laughs> That's <laughs> it's crazy. so crazy. It's like almost shorter than Dollman vs. Demonic Toys. Yeah, it is not a long movie at all. Any luck with I, that ending? No, I can't find. I mean, I, I I'm looking, but I don't see anything that specifically says what the alternate ending is. So, uh, if anyone knows what it is, let us know on Discord because I don't know. I'm not going to spend any more time looking for it. Yeah, we're good. We, we don't to. I guess really we should blame. Uh, Jody for bringing it up at all in the first place. Yeah, well, I, I was trying to get um, some crowd participation. Oh, all right, fair thank enough. you for that. Uh, but yeah, so that's it. We made it to the end of the <laughs> very, very short film, uh, Walking Tall. Yep, uh, I have no role reversals. No uh, role reversals. Nothing. Um, other than to say that. Neil McDonough auditioned for the Johnny Knoxville part, but then they, you know, made him the villain. You that said that. So I know. Sad. That was the only thing. I, that's what I said. That's Did you hear thing. that, Joe? <laughs> what are you, the tush? You telling me a story again? Okay. Okay. Uh, we, we did mention that there are Kevin Sorbo sequels. <laughs> How many are there? Two. There are two sequels, Walking Tall, The Payback, Walking Tall, Lone Justice. Two direct-to-video sequels released uh, starring Kevin Sorbo, TV's Hercules. I was going to say, I read, did you see that Kevin Sorbo and The Rock have two shared titles in their, like, (laughs) I did see that. And they're both walking, walking tall. Yeah, I did see that. Um, Man, Kevin Sorbo. I feel like LPJ was probably a big legend of Hercules fan. I did like the show. I, I didn't mind it. I watched, yeah, uh, I watched could, quite a bit of it. I was can see also, that. No, that, never mind. That was Lorenzo Lamas. I was thinking of Renegade. Renegade. No, I did not watch The Renegade. He was uh, called The Conqueror, though. He was called The Conqueror, yeah. <laughs> why didn't we ever see that movie? We did see that movie. I think you you mean, why, did. didn't, why didn't we do it on the Yeah, podcast? that's what I mean. Why, did, why didn't we cover it on the podcast? Oh, I don't know. We can. Still time. We got time. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Anyway, are we rating this thing or what? Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. Uh, who goes first? Jody, you want to go first? <clears throat> yeah, I can go first. All right. Why don't you go first? Um, so, like LBJ said, when I saw this first time, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it this time. It's really ridiculous. It's insane. It's short. It's fun. And because The Rock uses a 4 by 4 called the Pusser Stick, obviously I'm giving this one four Pusser Sticks. <laughs> four Pusser Sticks. I was going to say before you started, I was like, if you don't rate this in Pusser Sticks, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. So well done. Oh, I got you. But four is pretty intense. Uh, LBJ, why yeah. don't you go? Four is a well, if you use a 2 by 2 I'm going to give it two Pusser Sticks. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's something just fun about this movie. Um, I don't mind any of the performances in it. I think Neil McDonough is a good creepy bad guy. I think The Rock does just fine as the hero. I think Johnny Knoxville is a great comedic sidekick. Um, you know, it's it's just a fun movie. There's really it's it's short. It's not complicated. It's put it on, forget everything else, and just enjoy the spectacle you're about to see. Um, yeah, everybody's likable. It's it's just a good movie. It's solid. I'll go three machine guns. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree with you guys. I mean, it's it, it's a fun movie to watch. It's so short, it's ridiculous. Um, it is kind of dumb though, and kind of ridiculous, and just like I, it, it's insane how fast it goes by. Um, and some of the logic I don't buy. Um, but yeah, no, overall, it's a lot of fun and it, it's such an easy watch that I, I could see myself watching it. And I really do like Johnny Knoxville in it. I think like he does, he's a good performance, although he's basically seemingly just playing Johnny Knoxville in it. Um, but the rock's good in it. Neil McDonough is great. I love Neil McDonough. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go, I'll go three machine guns as well. I'm not going to go four pusser sticks, but. Yeah. Or, or is it, or is it just like one huge pusser stick? <laughs> Well, the the blob was going to town on his buzzer stick when he was in that jail cell. Yeah, that's what I rated. I, how many times he used his buzzer stick? Uh, he's like, we should have a buzzer like, stick counter. How many times we've said buzzer stick? You know what's really funny though when I when I had the captions on it actually spelled buzzer stick right. <laughs> Say it again. Uh, well, I have to turn the captions back on. I just uh, turn mine on. Pusser, pusser stick. <laughs> uh, okay. We're good. I was like, this reminds me uh, about a couple weeks ago when I was texting with you and the tush, but I had my headphones in, so I kept reading text messages to me. Yeah. And then the tush kept sending me terrible, dirty text messages for yeah. Sarah to read to me. Yeah, and it started because... Uh, Jody was like, what was that line in Predators that you guys wouldn't say on the podcast? So Dave texted it and Siri read it to him. So Good for Siri. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, that's that's how it started. And then you told Tush that it was reading it to you, so he started sending more outrageous stuff. Um, that's yeah. the, that's <laughs> right. All right. Anyway, uh, Jody, do you have anything to plug, like a book that you're writing? Or... <laughs> yeah. Um, first, I'd like to plug Tubi. I mean, this wasn't on Tubi, but I really enjoy Tubi. There's some commercials, but it's not that bad. It gives you a chance to look at your phone. It's my and, uh, plug. Also, I'd like to plug the Discord. It's the way that you get to talk to LPJ and Hovercraft Joe. So join the Discord. It's a lot of fun. You can go on there. Joe's been putting a lot of which would you pick uh, options on there. It brings a little bit of debate. But not too much, so we need to step it up a little bit. There hasn't been an ET post or a Mr. Freeze memes. We haven't had those in a while. You know, I know no one's listening still at this point, but you know what would be interesting is someone could do a Photoshop that combined things that both LP, me, and LPJ hate. So, like, uh, ET with giant human feet. Here is the Photoshop challenge. It's E.T. with human feet oh, and oh, oh, oh. Quentin Tarantino's, like, Quentin Tarantino's drinking. So it's that 
that from from dust till dawn where he's drinking the tequila off the foot but it's et and he's drinking it off et's foot you could give et warrior story you could give et human feet i guess if you want but if not it could just be an et foot it kind of sounds like what lpj would use to play with his pusher stick (laughs) no thank you Uh, uh, um, uh, also, I'd like to say, last a couple episodes ago, oh, you guys mentioned I have been going through some old episodes, and it was good. I was like listening to some. I was like, oh God, Sphinx, shut up! You talk so much. <laughs> just give me your fucking rating. <laughs> so, to any future guests out there, get the rating out fast. <laughs> and then, if you want to blab on for a while, because I just kept skipping until the next person started talking. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. Man, a lot of plugs. Um, well, yeah, what stole, are you going to plug now? Well, you stole my Tubi plug, <laughs> but you didn't You didn't talk about Pluto TV. So I'll plug Pluto TV because, you know what? I put it on for the first time in a while, and there's all kinds of crazy <laughs> channels on there. So, I mean, get Pluto TV if you don't have it. Is Pluto the TV the one where you can watch episodes of Room Raiders? I think so, or at least one time you could, yeah. They had, like, a whole channel that was just MTV dating shows all the time. Um, and then I would like to plug, uh, uh, just this week as of recording, they released the trailer for the uh, the new uh, X-Men 97 animated series, a continuation of the great X-Men uh, cartoon. Uh, so I'm going to plug the original X-Men cartoon. And I saw a thing today on Instagram where it was like, Basically, if you start today and watch three episodes, you can watch the whole series again before the new one premieres. I might do it, because three episodes doesn't sound that that much. Uh, Yeah, over to you, LPJ. Well, I guess... I don't know what the fuck I want to plug. Um, Oh, the new Halo show is really good. The second season of the Halo show is great. Watch that if you like, you know, stuff like Halo and action. and Yeah, do that. Um... I've been watching, rewatching Veronica Mars. No, stop! No, no more plugs from you. <laughs> You're done. You're plugged out. Yeah. Shut your mouth before LPJ Six's pusser stick. Yeah, I'm gonna plug I do your not mouth want that. Stick. <laughs> anyway, oh man, do you think you think done. you think if I pitched a crime ball to you, you could hit it out of the park with a pusser stick? <laughs> I could smash that motherfucker. <laughs> that crime ball. Would be obliterated. Okay, now flip the situation. If you threw a crime ball to Hovercraft Joe, would he be able to hit it with a pusher stick? Or would he strike out? I'd probably strike out. And then after I got after I struck out, I'd be like, damn it, bone jacked again. For a second there, I thought you meant by reverse it, if I were to throw my pusher stick at Joe's crime ball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know about your pusher sticks and your balls, guys. I was I was just trying to work in all our catchphrases. Uh, just like someone say like kick him in the dick and i think we got everything oh yeah uh, the closed captioning will let you say dick so there you go <laughs> <laughs> dick on. dick dick <laughs> okay we're done uh this episode of the last action podcast has been terminated but we'll be back with pussy sticks